Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hauntings is a Frightfully Good production. Stepping onto the Charles Bridge in Prague takes you back in time to experience the history, culture and splendour of this magnificent structure. This bridge is in the capital of the Czech Republic and it is a major tourist attraction. Behind the religious sculptures and the magnificent photographic opportunities lies the dark history of this bridge's past. With death, flood, war, punishment and ego all going into the stones and mortar of the Charles Bridge, we wonder if it is also haunted by the events of the past that have shaped it. Indeed, spectres of children inhabit the bridge at night, as well as the risen saint who suffered death there, headless horsemen, demons of all sorts, and even the devil himself has made an appearance. Oh, as well as the ghost of a Native American. Hi, I'm Renata. And I'm Anne, and we will soon be taking our own walk across this historic Charles Bridge as we join a tour of Germany and Prague with Dave Schrader later this year. We cannot wait to explore this site and see what we can find for ourselves. In the meantime, there are some really fantastic ghost stories about the hauntings of the bridge, so let's travel to the Czech Republic together and take the walk across the bridge and be thrilled by the visions of the ghosts that guard the path. Anne and Renata have been investigating paranormal occurrences for the past 20 years. They have been at the center of various unexplained phenomena and have witnessed countless ghostly experiences. The duo now turn to high-profile cases that have attracted the eyes of the world. Between the dimensions we see and the dimensions we don't, supernatural forces are at play. Evil lurks within the shadows of our homes and in the darkest corners of our minds. It follows us like a shadow forever. This is where nightmares become reality. This is True Hauntings. Hello, Anne, and welcome back after... A long two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I think three you've weeks? forgotten that we recorded one a few days ago. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh we my did two God. 
Sorry. Let me start again. Oh, <laughs> it, look, let me tell you, I could not get the first sentence out for this. It took me about 20 takes. And then I finally got through it and Renata fluffed it. So it's like we, our brains are a bit mushy. We, we had physical exercise yesterday, <laughs> didn't we? No. And cleaning. How dare we? My <laughs> body went into shock. I reckon. <laughs> Yes. Yes, because yes. uh, Newcastle Ghost Tours has a new venue at Maitland Jail, and it's called The Residence. The Residence. And it's the Lieutenant Governor's Residence, which yes. has stood abandoned for at least 20 years. I'm mm-hmm. suspicious it could be more. Yes. Um, yeah. And it it literally it had, has dust. Yes, 20 layered. years of dust. Yeah, 20 <laughs> But I'd like to say the aircon still works. So yeah. I, I don't know if it's going to give us Legionnaire's disease, but I put that sucker on. <laughs> Because um, it was, we live in Australia, it's summer, yep. and uh, if there's aircon to be had, I'm going to turn it on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, we were um, sweeping and dusting and wiping and trying to get it into some sort of condition so the public can ca- come into that space and explore the ghosts. And we tried a bit of uh, table tipping in there, didn't we? Mm, yes. And there was one particular thing that uh, seemed to set them off. Yes, yes. A little bit of Scottish music. You take the high road and I'll take the low road and I'll be in Scotland before ye. It wasn't actually that song, but it was similar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The table went nuts. Yeah, it's going to be interesting in there. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And the structure is not 200 years old or something? What is it? Mm. From the 1800s? Um, 150 years old. It's a little bit less than that because when the jail was opened, those structures weren't there yet. Oh. Um, so it came later. came a little bit later, yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, but So they're still well, well over 100 years. They're oh, big, giant yes. sandstone blocks yes. and well and truly magnificent. over 100 years. Such a beautiful building. But apart from that, we've been uh, working and we've been researching and uh, no holidays, but we are planning a big holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a working holiday for us but mm-hmm. uh, and a wedding. So we'll be over the, it's, what did I say, 18 weeks till we do? 18 weeks till we go <gasps> uh, to, on our first, first overseas trip this yes, year. Yes, yes. So we will have three for, Yes. The gods be willing. Yes. Mm -mm. It's going to be good. But in the meantime, we have work to do. Uh Yes. Um, And don't forget, guys, to listen to the diary of a ghost hunter. And don't forget, if you want more Anne and Renata, we've got YouTube as well. Anne and Renata, frightfully good ghost grannies. Head on over there. Mm. And we're planning our next adventure with Isaac. Oh, we are. Very soon. We've got a new new episode in the can with uh, the Buttsman and mm-hmm. Mrs. Buttsman. And mm-hmm. there's a, another episode we're about to film. So yes. looking forward to it. Let's get on with the story because this is this is a bit of an interesting one. And I am thrilled to say that uh, you are dragging me along to go and uh, experience this for myself. Yeah, I couldn't leave you behind. Prague, Prague was one of those places where I went, yeah, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to. And uh, ever since In Excess did um, one of their songs on this bridge, I went, mm, yeah, Oh, did they? I could, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was this one. Oh. Maybe. I could, maybe. This is the one where I, I, Roman and I were going away for a romantic European holiday and I just looked at the itinerary and I burst into tears and I said I can't go without Renata. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be cowering in the corner with yep. blankets over my head. Yep. I've got some good <laughs> earplugs. <laughs> oh. Now you know I bought you those oh, earplugs. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the story. 
Actually, outside the centre, this is one of the most haunted places. There are three ghosts here. Three ghosts and a unicorn. The first ghost was a gravedigger during one of the plagues. He was also a card player and his friends died. He just wished to the devil that he could have one more game with his friends. So of course, the devil quickly obliged him and he had one more game with his friends. Now he wanders the area, cursed as a ghost and trying to get more people to play with him. But it's a high stakes game. If you lose, you lose your soul. There's a harlot, a woman of the night, who was chased by a policeman down the street and tried to jump over a fence and got killed by an attack dog. She was afraid her father in Kutnahora would find out what she was doing for a living. So if anyone reassures her that her father won't find out, she'll be set free from being a ghost. The third thing is that there's a magical light. This used to be a cemetery until all the urban cemeteries got moved out of the town centre and a magical light will appear over where there's a buried treasure in someone's tomb. That's according to the story, but I've never seen it. Then the last thing is that a magician down the street summoned up a unicorn and quickly lost control of it as he didn't know enough about magic. So that soundscape came from english.radio.cz. There are three ghosts here, three ghosts and a unicorn. Um, and it, it's actually about the town that the bridge is in uh, with some of the ghosts, because it's hugely haunted, hugely mm-hmm. haunted Prague. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realised that if I told the stories of the bridge then I'd be left with no stories to tell. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why I thought I'd, I'd set the scene with some stories about Prague. Mm-hmm. I sound like some mothers do have them mm. then. <laughs> Don't know where that was going. Uh, I pussy did a whoops in my beret. <laughs> Squirrel. Yes. yes. <laughs> Prague is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. And every single country in Europe has an old town square. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the older cities, larger cities, still have old town squares. And because Prague is the major capital of the Czech Republic, uh, it will be a tourist mecca. It will. Uh, and literally every square inch of that place will have ghosts attached to it. Absolutely, because it's, it's very, very old as yes, well. Yes, and because it's a Slavic country, uh, the Slavs were very, very big on vampires and werewolves. Oh, Yes. Uh-huh. Vampires and werewolves. So it's going to have that mix in it. I'm surprised about the unicorn, I have to say. That, that, that was that the, only, the only mention I found in that, all my research about a unicorn was that particular dude. That, so. that threw me. <laughs> but I'll, I'll accept it. Now, Prague has a history going back over a thousand years. And there, as I said, there is everything there from headless horsemen to murdered wives to evil nuns to angry priests, lost soldiers, and a virtual zoo. I thought of you were going to say virgin. Plethora then. of animals of all shapes and sizes. Um, a bit like the Tower of London. Yeah, that are ghostly and wander the streets at night. So I, I don't know how much time we're going to spend in Prague, but. Uh, 
not sure whether I'll sleep. We actually got quite a bit of time. Yeah, I, I don't know whether I'll sleep because we need to get out there at night when there's very few people. Hey, can we about. get a tattoo? <laughs> we can, can we go through that trauma again? Yes. Of two old ladies yes. trying to get a tattoo? <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. Um, can it be of a unicorn? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, no. Maybe, maybe. maybe. No. Um, yeah, we'll see if we can go down that road and, and um, yeah, try and repair the, the disaster that happened in Romania when we were trying to um, get, our get a tattoo. Look, that needs to be a Diary of a Ghost Hunter story. It really does. <laughs> I'm sure we've told that story on here before. I'm sure. <laughs> now, the Charles Bridge. Let's get to some bridge facts oh, here. Oh, no, we need some bridge facts. Bridge facts. Oh, I'm, so, I'm shaking with anticipation <laughs> on the bridge good, facts. good. It's 516 metres long, (gasps) 9.5 metres wide, and you know what they say about the width. Well, you need girth. 13 metres high and stands on 15 pillars, or 16, depending on what thing you read, and it's part (laughs) of the so-called Royal Route. Oh, are you saying route, are you? Um, well, I could, have said, set I could me off have said route. I could have said route. A royal route that, sounds that, more like it. That's, that's what I prefer, but we'll call it the royal route. <laughs> Charles Bridge connects the old town and the lesser town. So you have Stademiasto and Malastrana. Oh, yeah, she's, going, she's going to show off now because she can speak another language. <laughs> I'm still trying to... Oh, I haven't done my Duolingo for German today. No, please don't. I have to do it now. <laughs> um, now, it's the oldest bridge still standing over the Vlatava River in Prague and it's the second oldest bridge in the Czech Republic. Now, Charles IV built it in 1357, just two years after he was crowned and he had to build it because the previous bridges uh, had been destroyed by floods in 1342 and the previous bridge was the Judith Bridge and I'll get back to that in a minute. The first stone allegedly was laid on the ninth day of the seventh month of 1357 so 9th of July 1357 at 5.31 precisely, forming a numerical palindrome. One, three, five, seven, nine, seven, five, three. I'll just cross that over my notes now. Yep. Oh, sorry. King, <laughs> no, that's okay. King that's Charles okay. was apparently a superstitious man and he felt that this was important. He's also a bit of an asshole, but never mind. And we'll he was get into to that. alchemy as well. Mm, yes. Um, and killing everyone that disputed anything he said. Oh, well, let's go. Imagine if we did that now. There'd yeah. be no one left alive around us. <laughs> now, the construction of the bridge was led by Peter Parler. Hello, Peter Parler. P- Peter Peter. Parler, uh, whatever, uh, who was a famous German Czech artist, Which arch- p- uh, architect, uh, sorry, ars- architect, ar- architect, <laughs> architect. Uh, and it took almost half a century to finish. So it was completed in 1402. That was a big oh, effort. Those, those dates are just like crazy, aren't oh, no. they? Crazy, crazy. 600 years ago. Yes. Now, the bridge was also known as the Stone Bridge because it was built uh, Out of stone? Well, yes. Yeah. But Ooh. there's a, another bridge somewhere in Europe um, that it was kind of fashioned on. Yep. Right. And also the Prague Bridge, which wasn't very unique. Yep. Um, and then it was called the Charles Bridge from 1870. And until 1841, it was the only bridge over the Vlatava River. The bridge also has 30 statues. Uh, running across it, and that was. Hang on, are the statues running? 
no, running across the sides. Placed across the sides. Yeah, placed I was imagining the these um, sort of a bit of a Harry Potter moment where there's statues coming to life and running across no, the no, bridge. No. no. Uh, oh, that's boring. And um, they're quite unique. They're quite beautiful. And you kind of think, well, why are there statues there? Uh, it's probably to, you know, make this bridge, which is, you know, a, quite an important structure. Um, more decorative. Mm-hmm. It was sort of in in that era where you know, they fancied things up by putting <laughs> by pretty more things, things pretty things pretty by, by putting more pretty things there. But um, they, it was kind of also a time when they wanted to bring in uh, the the religious fervor um, and kind of the change to Catholicism and Christianity through. Mm-hmm. So they put a lot of. Um, things up. Put a lot of things up in one one way more than another, I'd say. So I had this thing that I have when I talk about the history of places where I just, I really, really don't want this to be boring. And some, I mean, you know, how how much information can you give about a bridge before people start to it's snore? It's a really interesting bridge it though. It is, it is, but I, I battled with trying to keep it uh, interesting. So I've picked out some interesting things. Oh, we've got some fun facts. We've got fun facts. About Charles Bridge. And Charles, what sort of name is that for a Prague Czechoslovakian bridge? Yeah, no. What was well, the other one? It Judith? was Judith beforehand. Judith. But that was uh, the name of a, a queen, I think. Yeah, um, it was. So, yeah. Yeah, they Whatever. Charles. So, the statues began to be placed along either side of the bridge in the 17th century. Now, uh, Most of them now are copies. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, because um, over time and the weather, um, they were getting worn down uh, and in bad condition. Uh, And so they have taken the originals away. And you can still see them in one of the Prague museums. Probably made casts of them and then poured new ones. The lapidarium. Uh, Yes, so most of the ones that you see now are um, copies. The most popular statue is one of St. John of Nepomuk. 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 Oh, by the way, we're going to butcher these names. Renata's got more of a chance than me. I've got Buckley's and none. Mm. I'll just put my best Aussie accent on and pretend I'm being Czech. Now, this is an interesting story. Um, And I'm going to go back to this Nepomuk, uh, which I could be terribly wrong in. But if I go to the Polish... Um, then it uh, kind of suggests that this is St. John of the Unhelpful. (laughs) The Unhelpful. The Unhelpful. Let's Um, all pray to say John of the Unhelpful. Well, well, um, he's now a martyr. He's a saint. And for being an arsehole and not helping people. Look. Let me get on to the story. Sorry. Now, he uh, was executed during the reign of Venceslaus the fourth. And I wonder whether that's a good king, Venceslaus. I know, Venceslaus. Queen of, whatever that that one's probably the same thing. Um, And he was thrown into the Vlatava River uh, from the bridge. Now, you may ask, what is his crime? What did he do to get thrown in the river, Renata? Awesome that you asked. He was a priest and he would hear the confessions of the Queen of Bohemia. Right. And King Charles wanted to know (gasps) all the Queen's gossipy little secrets. Oh, no. And John said, oh, not tell them my lips are sealed. Oh, so he was I unhelpful. Have, 
That's it. That's right. I think Charles wanted to know if, if the Queen's lips were still sealed. <coughs> well, she may have known some secrets that he wanted to know, and he he just chucked a tanty and um, sentenced John to death. I'm going to throw you over the ridge. Yes, if you don't tell I'm me, I'm going, to throw, I'm going to throw you over the ridge. Now, there is a plaque on the statue uh, where the very spot where he was thrown over is, so you can go and see that. Uh, I will have a photo taken with that, I think. But, but, but. I wonder if there's a poker stop on it. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. Um, This is one of the most beloved statues on the bridge and people go there to touch it. To touch it. And they rub it. They rub it. (laughs) Rub it. So if you look at photos... It's got a shiny... So they shiny spots. Yeah. But as... as uh, it goes, So touching the statue is supposed mm, to bring good luck. Touch it. Yep. <laughs> touch it, touch it, touch it. Touch it, touch it, touch it, touch me. <laughs> and uh, to ensure that you return to Prague. I want to feel lucky. in one of the um, posts that I was reading down on sort of page 10 when you look up Charles Bridge, because you find all the good stuff, not on the first few pages. You've got to dig mm-hmm. down and go down to like the mm-hmm. very last bit of information that you could find. There was one post that said, people are touching it in the wrong way. <gasps> How dare they touch it in the wrong way? <laughs> touching it in the wrong way and they're rubbing it in the wrong way. Oh, are they rubbing it in the wrong spot? That's right. Most oh. people are rubbing it in the wrong spot Where and they're they using the wrong it? hand. Oh, there's a special hand, is That's, there? There is. There okay. is. Tell me about it. So um, I couldn't find the thing again. Maybe I was just dreaming about it. But apparently um, you're supposed to go over to the left side of the statue yep. and rub with your left hand. Yep to make sure that you come back and you have good luck. And most of the people that go there just go along and they rub where everyone else is rubbed, which is actually the wrong spot. While while we're rubbing the statue, and I know it's not my turn, but I I sort of would like to throw this in at this point, um, just in case we are going to consider rubbing the statue. Um, There's actually been a little bit of a study done on the statue of John of Nepomuk, uh, which is the oldest and only bronze figure on the Charles Bridge. Uh, and as you said, it's meant to bring good fortune. Oh, my, my half-naked husband's just walked into the room. Don't turn around, Renata. Um, so according to this recent study, you can find nasty bacterial infections on it. Really? Because there are so many people that are coming across that bridge and rubbing on that statue. They've yeah. taken swabs of these famous statues um, to analyse exactly what's going on there. COVID central. There is Staphylococcus and xanthomonodacaiae and pseudoamonas um, on some of these things. And the Prague one apparently is one of the worst, highest rates of staphylococcus, um, and it can, which can cause sepsis, conjunctivitis, cystitis and endocarditis, um, all from having rubbed St. John. So um, <laughs> there you go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to rub St. John Look, anymore. Well, we'll take we'll take some gloves. We'll take disposable gloves. We'll, we'll do a whole process. I think if we rub, we're going to have to have hand sanitizer for straight after. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Don't touch your eyes. No. <laughs> or any other bit. Oh, go away, Roman. This is our <laughs> podcast, not yours. Now, um, just by the way, 
by the way. Just St. John is the patron saint of confessors and bridges. Oh, there we go. Confessors and bridges. Yes, because he wouldn't confess. He couldn't confess. Yeah. He was unhelpful. And, and he got thrown like off the he bridge. Got thrown off the bridge, yeah. Now, there's also a legend that says that it has five stars. Uh, sorry, she, she, she statue has five golden stars around his head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the stars apparently appeared over the Vlatava on the night that he was murdered. Oh. We just had to take so, a little brief pause there because my unruly husband came in and disrupted everything. We're in the flow. We're in the zone. Yes. Came in and tried to talk on our podcast. Yes, well, I, he was probably listening at all the, the rubbing and stuff that yeah. we were talking about and yeah. thought... He's, he's I've thinking of our in. holiday. I've got, <laughs> well, I've got to go in and check this out. Right, so I'm going to talk about... Um, st- Two more statues. I won't go through the whole 30 today. Please don't. So we have the statue of the Saints Vincent Ferrer and Procopius. Do we get to rub them too? No, you can rub whatever you like. Um, And it's one of the most artistically important ones on the Charles Bridge. Now, this one was created by a Czech sculptor and carver, Ferdinand Brockhoff, in 1712. Now, there is a column with a sculpture of the famous mythical bohemian St. Vincent and he is the patron saint of builders. And Procopius was a Greek scholar and he wrote stuff. Apparently, <laughs> he wrote stuff. Apparently important stuff. <laughs> but I've got no idea why those two are together. And they've got other bits and pieces like the devil and whatever around them. And, yeah, it's it's a pretty fancy schmancy one. We'll take a photo. Yeah, we'll take a photo over the heads of the five thousand other people that are going to be standing in our way. Yeah, uh, apparently the apparently the bridge is one of the main spots for pickpockets. So oh, just great. Just remember that. Great. All right, I'll mm-hmm. have to put my money down my undies. Mm. Now that the could, next story. To worry if they try to pick from there. Now the next story I'm going to I've tell you is okay. a really sad, sad story. Now you're sad not going to tell story. the story. About the legend that's going to then lead into the ghosts, are you? Because you, I'm no, this is good. about Saint Saint Lutgard. Oh, okay, okay. Saint I've just been careful. I'm guarding my stories with my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this this one was uh, made by Matthias Brown. Braun, Braun, and it's uh, perhaps famous, uh, the most famous of the Czech late Baroque style sculptors in 1710 and this one shows the Czech saint and the blind nun Lutgard um, her vision of the crucified Jesus. Now do you know that she was the first known woman stigmatic of the church? Oh really? Yes. She got the sores on her hands did she? She She might have rubbed those statues. (laughs) (laughs) But this this story is heartbreaking Oh, really, I'll stop laughing. Really heartbreaking. <laughs> so you've got this poor young Lutgard who was born in 1182 in Belgium. Uh, she was 12 when she was oh. placed in St. Catherine's Benedictine Convent at St. Trond because oh, her family rough. did not have the necessary dowry for marriage. Oh, darling. Right, so we'll just stick you in a bloody convent and just become a nun. Just just waste away. Waste away, child, Shrivel so we don't up. have to think about you. Oh, we're screwing badly. 
But during her teenage years, I don't know how she managed to do this if she was in a convent. She must have got out occasionally. She fell in love with a young man or a young man fell in love with her and he began paying her frequent visits. Well, see, she didn't get a choice in this. It wasn't her calling that she was called to God. Hold on. She was stuffed in there. Hold on. Now, she was a bit pleased and a little bit flattered that all of this was coming. (laughs) (laughs) um, Sure it was. Towards her. Uh, This poor young thing. Oh, the poor thing, yes. Poor young thing. Uh, And one day, uh, while simply uh, the girl was speaking to her admirer, Jesus suddenly turned up. Jesus! Blazing before her astonished eyes, he just strolled in, in between the two, and went, Seek no more the pleasure of this affection. Behold here forever what you should love and how you should love. Here, in this wound, I promised you the most pure of joys. So Jesus wanted the loving. Yes. Not the boyfriend. Yes, yes. So dear Lutgard was struck with both terror and love. Her eyes fixed themselves upon the wound in the heart of Christ. She lost all consciousness of her surroundings and the sudden pallor of her face indicated to her visitor that something extraordinary had just happened. Mm. She could have had a mild stroke, but you know. Yeah, we'll just pretend that it's a vision. Uh, So indeed, Lutgard penetrated to the depths of her soul by a supernatural light of Jesus, felt the desire of her worldly affection suddenly become completely dispelled and forever. She said to the young man, be off. I reckon she just lost interest in him and fainted (laughs) and said, I had a vision and Jesus told me not to do it. Be off. I'm not having anything to do with you. Now, that's what she said. Go away from me for I belong to another lover. (gasps) That's the, I I mean, that's what she called Mm. That's what she called Christ, another mm. lover. Well, he did say he wanted it more than the boyfriend. Oh. So. so from this point on, she knew that she was to become a professed nun, offering herself and her virginity to Christ. Oh, that's just... Now, hang on. Mary, was a, really, virgin. Mary was a virgin as well. So did she get pregnant? No. Um, and she she said she was his spouse. Like Jesus' spouse. Oh, I'm married to this him. This poor thing's had some sort of psychotic break. Oh, so I'm a little bit worried for after, her now. After that, um, yep, yeah, she she goes in and um, yep, yeah, does her stuff and. <laughs> You've lost interest in the story. There's no way to wrap this up. She just the yeah, first stigmatic wandered off and, and did she her stuff. Was, and she was the one that kind of led the whole thing about praying to the the wound in the heart of Jesus. Ah, oh, yes. So we'll find lots of. Oh. Um, uh, what do you call it? Trinkets over there with the bleeding heart of Jesus. I'm sure the oh. the tourist shops will be full of them. Right. Yes. I'm yes. looking forward to that. What has yes. that got to do with the bridge? Uh, that's one of the statues. Oh, the statue. Right. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right. Did you find that one fascinating? I'm fascinated. Totally. I I want to stop in front of Lutgard and tell her what I feel about all of that. Okay. And maybe... Bring her a flower or two. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, because that's not fair. And a knife. A little twelve, to stabby, little stabby. twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, being stuck in a nunnery. Mm, Just with a crusty old nun. <laughs> Oh, I'm not. I'm not a lover of nuns at all, in no. any way, shape, or form. <laughs> no. After having attended the Catholic school and been beaten by one, so no. mm. I don't like them. And oh, weren't they good with the cane? Oh boy, <laughs> they loved that. Oh they, boy, they put their sleeves up before they start. Yeah, they roll their yep. sleeves up. <laughs> yep, oh, and they they lift your skirt up so to get your butt to give you the best. Best whack on the arse so you weren't cushioned by the, the material. Oh, we didn't get that. Oh, didn't we got it on the hands. Oh, no. We had one that liked to display your knickers. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Mm. Uh, that, we'll get, that's we'll all get banned. Good. Anyway. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the I'm not speaking out of turn. I'm speaking from personal experience. That's, that's correct, and so am I. Yes. It's scarred me for life. Never mind. Yes. Now, I wanted to be a nun at one stage. No, I can't. It's you... only because of the flying nun. Sally Field, it's all her fault. No. I wanted to fly like Sally Field. <laughs> she had fun and she played guitar and sang. There's nothing more I wanted in life to do that forever. Bloody TV. <laughs> anyway, we're back. And there is, did you know there is a 31st statue? Oh, no. It's kind of off to the side. Oh, I do, actually. Yes, it's off to the it's side. It's off to the side on a little rivulet. And uh, this is of Brunf- Brunkvik, 
uh, who was a uh, Bohemian knight, and he battled. Oh no, it's a different one. Yeah, this it's a sculpture. Oh, it's thirty-two um, then of the uh, a Bohemian knight named Brunkvik, and he battled a seven-headed dragon, oh. and he. Uh, wields a golden sword and he has a lion at his feet. I wonder if he knew the Targaryens. Maybe, maybe. The dragons. Uh, now, of course, he won and the lion became the knight's friend. Oh, now, this I'll statue like was erected in 1502 and it really was an intention uh, intended to remind the city that they had the right to charge tolls and duty for using the bridge. <laughs> There's money in it. <laughs> mm, there you go. So we have to go and find that one. Now, okay. a couple of little things. Uh, in September 1890, there was a disastrous, disastrous flood that struck Prague and severely damaged the Charles Bridge and thousands of rafts and logs and other floating material that escaped from places upstream gradually formed this huge barrier leaning against the bridge. And three of the arches were torn down uh, by the pressure and two pillars collapsed. There were a couple of the statues that fell into the river and um, a lot of them were replaced, but the bridge itself was repaired by some shoddy workmen mm -hmm. and it kind of never looked the same again. Got a bit of a kink in it. Mm, yes. It's not straight. Yes. Now, there was also a legend that the uh, original bridge was made, fabricated, using eggs mm -hmm. to make the mortar stronger. Yes. yes. Now, they have actually done some research and testing, mm -hmm. and they can't find anything to say that there are any but eggs used. I know what they did find, so okay. I'm going to tell you. All right. Not right this second. When it's my turn. Okay. Now, during the Thirty Years' War in 1621... How long did it go for? 30 years, oh, 27 that. resistance leaders of the anti-Hapsburg revolt were publicly executed. And guess what they did with them? Off with their heads. Yes, and they presented the 27 heads along the bridge walk. Um, That's a number that varies as well in all the yeah, stories. it does, it does. Yeah, so they popped the heads up on pikes all along the bridge and they stayed there for ages. Yes, yes. Ages just, and ages. Just, I think like a decade or something. Just as a, a, a memory. Mm. Oh, remember that day. <laughs> oh, oh, darling, that was the day we met. We kissed under, oh, we kissed under that one. Oh, oh, it was so romantic. You, do you remember the bodily parts falling <laughs> on our heads as we kissed? Noise. Oh. <laughs> yes. So... Um, you can tell we've had a holiday, can't you? We're fresh. <laughs> that's, that's me done. I could talk forever on the, you know, bits on how, how it was made and all of this sort of stuff, but that bit's boring. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, I find the numbers and everything really interesting about their superstitions regarding the bridge mm. and that sort of stuff. All right. So it's my turn. All right. So I noticed you you mentioned about the um the the king with the superstitions and things like that, and I had a little bit more information about the bridge, and King Charles the Fourth. So as I said, he was interested in alchemy, and he actually consulted astrologers before he built the bridge. Now, um, it was actually fifteen years after the bridge 
bridge was demolished that he rebuilt it. So mm-hmm. that's a long time between connecting the, the two sides. Uh, so he wanted to know the best time to build it uh, and what type of bridge he should make it or what construct it from. Mm-hmm. So they said Mars, a symbol of great achievement, was in the sign of cancer. The moon, an alchemical sign of Mercury, was in the sign of Pisces. Both these astrological signs are water signs. The astrologers argued that a water sign is the best sign to have when building a bridge over water. The sun, uh, al- I can't say it, alchemical? Mm-hmm. It's not the way to say it. Symbol of gold was in the sign of Leo. Leo is a lion, which is the heraldic symbol of the Czech kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're linking all these things together. And that's why if you look at the statues, they're all very gold looking. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of that in there. And they've got the sun and they've got the lion. Uh, and that's why they narrowed the date down to the 9th of July and then uh, they used the court mathematician Havel of Strahov um, about the best time to lay the first stone, which is why they came up with the 1357 9th of the 7th at 531, which, as you know, is 13579 and then it goes 7531. So it goes backwards. Mm-hmm. A palindrome. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, now... There is a famous story leading up to that bridge getting swept away, and that was the one that you were talking about, the the um, St. John being thrown over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was thrown over the Charles Bridge and we drowned, and the bridge was thought at that moment to be cursed by the king's evil doings, and the bridge would continually collapse into the river. Even with the most modern construction technology, any attempt to prevent destruction ended badly. Now, the kings of Bohemia didn't know what to do about this, because it connected both sides of the cities together. It was a crucial point for travellers. They couldn't ignore it and just say, oh, well, you know, it's cursed, we can't do anything about it. So they had an ambitious young stonemason who came forward saying that he could fix it. He had the knowledge, um, but in actual fact, with all his best efforts and knowledge, he couldn't fix it, and the bridge continued to collapse because it was cursed. And uh, being at his wit's end, the stonemason was worried that because he couldn't fix it, and he promised he could, Mm -hmm. that he would lose his head. Mm -hmm. So one night while he was at the construction site, guess who appeared in front of him? The devil. The devil himself appeared in front of the stonemason and came up with an offering. Mm -hmm. He would ensure the bridge would never collapse if the stonemason would sacrifice the first soul who crossed the bridge to the devil. So that meant he had to murder the first person that stepped foot on that bridge. So the stonemason agreed to that. So once the bridge was completed, he thought he could... You know, outwit the devil. Mm -hmm. And he made sure that nobody crossed the bridge. So sure enough, he's fixed it, but now nobody can use the bloody thing. So what's the point? He thought he could trick the devil. But at one stage, he went off to the market to go to buy an animal. And he hoped to force the animal to cross the bridge first. And then he would sacrifice the animal mm-hmm. so the devil would take the animal's soul instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good I did, idea. I didn't quite make sense at the start of that, but you know where I'm getting. Yep, yep, ah, yep. but the devil is a bit of a trickster himself and he wasn't going to be fooled by that. And he saw what the stonemason was plotting. So the dev- devil disguised himself as an old woman and went to the stonemason's house where his pregnant wife lived. 
the devil dressed as an old woman told the stonemason's wife that the mason had been severely injured on the bridge. In terror for her husband's life, the wife ran to the bridge. Seeing him all the way over the other side, she ran out onto the bridge. She crossed it. When the stonemason looked up to see her running across the completed bridge, he knew it was too late. Mm. Guess what happened? The wife went into labour early and the child never saw the light of day. The wife died in childbirth and the mother and the son's souls would have been lost forever to the devil. In horror and ridden with guilt, the stonemason threw himself into the river and committed suicide. But after that day, the bridge never collapsed again and the contract with the devil had been fulfilled. Mm, what a story, Ooh, huh? Oh, I've got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd, I'd really like to read you this article that I found in the unexpectedtraveller.com. Uh, I don't. Th- it almost became the uh, soundscape, but it was a little bit too long. Uh, but it sort of draws together a lot of the stories of um, King Wenceslas, King Charles, um, the the stone with the palindrome of the the numbers and and the the saints and all of that sort of thing. Um, so. Let, let me tell you this. So firstly, you mentioned that the bridge was supposed to have eggs in it and they didn't find any. But however, they did do a, a chemical analysis and found no eggs, but they found milk and wine. Oh. Yeah. Now, this is this is quite amusing. Wenceslas IV was the son of Charles IV, which was the Charles Bridge. Um so he hated his father so much that he decided that instead of being a good king, he would just enjoy wine and women instead, probably why there was wine found in the the uh, foundations. Uh, there was the king and the Holy Roman Emperor were once arrested at the Old Town City Hall. His guards allowed him to go to the municipal spa near the river, assuming that the semi-naked emperor wouldn't escape. But an athletic hairdresser named Miss Zuzana liberated the semi-naked man using her boat. He fell in love with her, slept with her and paid her the previously promised 100 goldens while she had no idea who her refugee was. I really have no idea what that's got to do with anything, but I thought it was a great story. Uh, So they go on to then about, you know, how the... The first stone was laid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the place where the first stone was chosen was the location where the angry horses um, calmed down when they were transferring the corpse of St. Wenceslas. So apparently there was the horses were quite agitated and, and, and crazy, but when they got to this particular spot on the bridge, they calmed down. So that's where they placed the stone. Right. But the bridge was there if they were... That's odd. Yeah. Mm. Um, So then we have Brunkvik, a glorious Bohemian warrior, was cutting the heads off his enemies, as you do. Mm -hmm. Legend says that his sword is encapsulated into a stone of the Charles Bridge. Now, interestingly, they actually did find a rusty sword in the bridge, but they said it can't be his sword because his sword is a miraculous sword. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Czech nation is in some real trouble, uh, they said that uh, St. Wenceslas will be revived, will knock the stone apart and use Brunkvik's sword to beat the enemies. Mm-hmm. Bit of a King Arthur legend there. It is, isn't it? You feel that sort of creeping across? Yeah. Now, did you hear about the water goblin? 
No. There's a water goblin that used to live under the fourth pillar of the Charles Bridge. But he wasn't very good at his occupation, so he abandoned it and started to rent boats in Camper instead. information comes from but it was fabulous um then he goes on to once upon a time a peasant had a dream in which saint john of nepomuk told him to go to the charles bridge and find a treasure there the peasant indeed traveled to the charles bridge but he only found a soldier who had also had a dream about a treasure but on a different place the soldier described the place the peasant figured out that it was his cottage and they went back to the countryside and found the treasure near an old apple tree next to the cottage and they shared it shared it and paid the taxes uh, from their joint findings so that yeah i don't know that's just fascinating odd stories i can't can't even remember what i typed in to find these stories but they're odd now this this actually goes on to the story that I told you about the the guy who fixed the bridge and his pregnant wife yes. came anyway. Um, so this is saying that uh, that one of the pillars is said to have collapsed. The repairs were successful. They got this guy in to do it. Did a deal with the devil. Uh, the constructor was human and clever, so he sent a hencock as the first, um, uh, which is a guinea pig across the bridge. The Devil declared it as a violation of the rules because a hencock isn't a person. Instead, he attracted the constructor's pregnant wife to the bridge. So that sort of all matches up. The soul of the embryo was flying above the bridge and scaring the tourists up to the moment when the peasant sneezed and said, God bless you. God bless the embryo soul and no ghosts have been terrorizing visitors ever since. Oh, it sounds like they've all had alcohol. That's, they've all I, been I just drunk. I reckon they've got polinka in that country. <laughs> I reckon there's polinka there. If Dave Shader makes us drink polinka again, I'm going to have words. Roman will drink it with him. That's okay. We'll sacrifice Roman to the polinka. <laughs> but did you like those little stories? Very interesting. Yeah, weird, weird. And and here's some more randomness that I found for you from English.radio.cz. Um English.radio.cz, yeah. yeah. Uh, They said there was a map with several legends of ghosts associated with the Charles Bridge, and this is some of the little stories that they've pulled out from it. They said, yes, there are a lot. There are plenty that everyone knows, like the one time they brought hard-boiled eggs instead of regular eggs to make the concrete. (laughs) Supposedly there's a golden sword buried in the bridge and St. Wenceslas will come when the country's in dire need. Mm -hmm. Um... one of the statues is of a Turkish person, and there's supposedly a small prison that has people trapped in it. So they've been buried in the bridge underneath the statue. Oh. Yeah. Um, they also said, I know that's a bit of a racist story. Some ghost stories have a little bit of an old-fashioned tone to them. Okay. <laughs> there's someone who stole and... An old-fashioned bicycle near the bridge rode into the river and drowned and became a ghost. He can be freed if he returns to the bike biking club. The thing is that the bike club no longer exists, so he's screwed. He's he can't totally take his bike screwed. back. There's nothing I can do there. Um, there was also the statues that are lucky to rub. Um, trace that back to 1990. Capitalism was new here and some college students wanted to make some money and began charging people 50 hellers to touch the statue for good luck. So that's how that came about. Right. <sighs> Yeah, it started on St. John's statue because, you know, it's always good luck to rub a saint, isn't it? 
Always. And apparently people will line up to touch things. (laughs) Rub them. Oh, it's going to be a joyous, and joyous the, trip. So there are the three or four places people touch first, not just the John of Nepomuk, um, where they touch the dog for luck, um, but there's several other places as well. I can hardly... We'll just look for the shiny spots mm-hmm. um, and we'll be able to find those and give them a good rub with our hand sanitizer ready to go. And now another one that you mentioned was uh, the people that had their heads lopped off. Yes. Uh, each year on the 21st of June, it's rumoured that you can see 12 headless ghosts walking in a procession from the Charles Bridge back to the old town square. These are the ghosts of some of the 27 men executed in the old town square. There are only 12... Uh, as only those considered the most influential had their heads placed in iron baskets and hung over the old town bridge tower. Uh, And apparently there is also um, a former cult member. Uh, Apparently in one of the buildings in the old town square once housed a cult and now a woman who used to be a member haunts and insults new residents by telling them that they don't belong here. Bugger off. She occasionally comes outside and is rude to passers-by as well. (laughs) I reckon that's just one of the locals who's having a bad day. So they go and say, oh, no, it's a ghost. It's it's, it's actually a ghost. Uh, Now, I have another story here about um, the water sprite. Uh, now, there is a stream that is just off to the side of the Charles Bridge, and it's called the Devil's Stream. And there is a small statue there. Now, they say a water sprite, but other people call it a troll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all know about the, the troll stories and, and yes. um, the bridges, and you've got to get permission or pay yes. to go across. Yeah. Um so there is something called a kaburik, a small water sprite who lives in uh, Sertovka stream, uh, which translates to devil stream. In olden times, the kaburik drank at the pub with the locals as he is a water sprite. The bartenders would provide him with a bucket of water to rest his feet in. In modern times, however, the bartender stopped offering the bucket of water, which greatly offended this creature. Now, out of disdain for pretty much everything modern the Corbeck avoids the pubs so if you're planning on drinking you might find yourself approached by a rather small grumpy looking man who asks for you to bring him a pint of beer at a nearby pub you don't have to say yes but the Kaburek would probably appreciate it very much if you did and just another little bit of a story associated with that um, stream. Uh, apparently, there's also a foul-tempered old lady who lives in one of the houses called At the Seven Devils along the stream who would come out and shout curses at her window if any of the local children came too close. It sounds like a fun town, Renata. I can hardly wait to go and visit and be cursed and yelled by the locals. Very who go, nice. It's yes. a ghost. It's a sprite. It's uh-huh. a spirit. But uh-huh. buy me a beer and I'll smile at uh-huh. you. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, I I don't have anything else. Was there any that I missed that you had? Hmm. No? No, not really. Not really? It's it's a cacophony of ghostly myths, legends and stories. Yeah. I sort of did some research on the superstitions and things like that and that was where it came up with the um the the bridge and the um 
the numbers and the alchemy and mm-hmm. that sort of thing and the also the golden sword that's buried. But I like how they found a rusty sword. They've gone, oh, no, 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 that's not it. No, that's it's right. a golden sword. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. I think it's important to um, have gone through this, considering we're going to actually be as part of the tour. I think this is the first time we've researched one of these places before we've gone to Mm. it. We've always done the research and then gone... um, After. After. Mm -hmm. But um, no... It's it's preparing us for what we're going to we, see. Yeah, we didn't know we were going to go and visit them. I think we did the story and we sort of forgot bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it when we got there. But we're actually preparing this one for when we go, which mm-hmm. is only six months away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And, uh, of course, this will be just one of the sites that we are going to go to. We're going to an ossuary. <gasps> yes, That's the Church so, of Bones. So exciting to oh. go to an ossuary. Oh. I have not been in one before. So we're going to cover some more of these stories yes. as part of our true hauntings and uh, put a smattering them in before we go. So when we get over there and uh, we can... We can do our recordings. We can say you'll find more information about this yep. on episode 103. <laughs> <laughs> or... We can be the fonts of knowledge, and when the the tour guide's trying to set the scene of, of the ghost, we're going. Oh no, that's bullshit! <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 you no. got the no, no. you got the that's story wrong. wrong. That's wrong. That's a half naked king that was rowing the boat across there with a with a prostitute. No, you got that wrong. <laughs> yes, they're going to hate us. But anyway, that brings us to the end of that one. I had fun. That yes. was that was a bit of a hoot with some of those stories. I've got the hiccups now. Um, so, uh, Renata, is it truly haunted? Hell oh. yeah. It is. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's got to be haunted. I mean, there's been so much bloodshed in those streets. A thousand years. A thousand years of history. Wow. There's got to be grumpy old women yelling at people that are ghosts there. For sure. If not, it'll be us. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We'll all enjoy every single minute. When they won't give us a tattoo, we'll be the grumpy old women in the streets (laughs) cursing and yelling. (laughs) Now, what should we get the tattoo of? That's the question, guys. You tell us. That's right. To mark our trip into Germany and Prague. And no, we're not getting a SWAT sticker put on us. Thank you very much. Uh, That would be quite offensive considering the history of Renata's family and Roman's family. Uh, But what could we get a a tattoo of um, to mark our trip? Because when we go to Salem, it's obviously going to be a witch on a broom or a cat or something like that. Uh Uh, When we're in Transylvania, it was going to be a bat. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. So what can we get as a tattoo for a reminder of our trip to Germany and Prague? Maybe Dave Schrader's skull that he has is his logo but that brings us to the end of this week's episode of True Hauntings if you've enjoyed it please leave us a review share it write a comment somewhere about it because that all helps bring up our profile we have to build it because this is the year that we we've got to go all out or we die that's it that's all there is to it isn't it Renata <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah this is our golden this year is it. this is this if we're is gonna it. keep going into 2024 we've got to make it big this year <laughs> we're broke um and it's saying that consider joining us on our patreon site as well <laughs> we'd appreciate any help you can give us uh share it around share the love and thank you so much for being one of the true hauntings fans we do appreciate you even though we make fun about all the other stuff that we're um, saying there but uh, we do appreciate you absolutely so guys we'll see you on the dark side Mm, stay spooky and be frightfully frightfully good. good bye thank you for listening to this episode of true hauntings if you like the show give us a five star rating and leave a review Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. 
For more on Anne and Renata, follow at Anne and Renata on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Or visit their website, www.anneandrenata.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 